I'm on the Single Star Ranch in southern Arizona, and I'm in the uh, poetic company of Bud Strom. And uh, poetic he is indeed. He is known as the cowboy poet. Bud, tell me more. Well, I don't know how much to tell you, except I was never a literary young man growing up. I, I was a soldier for many years, 30-some-odd years, and I guess uh, it was one year in Vietnam that I... Uh, I wrote two poems, the first two in my life, and they were so dark, uh, I sent them home and forgot completely about them. And then uh, it was many years later, in 1989, when I was invited to go on the Great Montana Cattle Drive, their Centennial Drive. And it was on this drive that someone said, come and hear some cowboy poetry. And I stuck my finger down my throat and gagged. And I said, not me, cowboy poetry. And they said, oh, yes, come along and hear. And I went along and I heard one of the greatest renditions of a lifestyle that became very palatable, very understanding, and, and something that I said, my God, what a great art form. And it was that that got me into cowboy poetry. And since then, I've piddled around. I'm not a, I'm not a prolific writer, but I've, I've been able to produce two cowboy poetry books and a CD, which is, uh, which is I think, the best of picked out of each one of those books. And that's how I got into cowboy poetry. How I got into the ranching business is that I was a kid cowboy in Montana when I was a teenager. I, I loved it. I said, this is, this is wonderful. I was riding horses. I was doing all kinds of those th things that every kid, boy or girl, wants to do. Every girl I've ever talked to wants to grow up to be a cowboy. You heard me right, cowboy. It's just the cowboy traits. It's the cowboy things that, that get done on a ranch that are, that are not easy to do, but things that, that girls can do. And right now, as you just met a moment ago, I have a female ranch manager. She's a PhD, and she actually uh, manages the ranch. And I nod my head when she says, nod your head, that we need to sell or we need to buy or we need to medicate or whatever. And she is great. And that's kind of how I got into this. It was a love affair from the very beginning when I was a teenager. And now I've uh, finished uh, 31 years as a soldier. And now I'm, this is one of the things I want to do when I grow up. Well, thank you, Bud. And uh, to finish this interview, I think we have to ask you for a sample of your poetry, if we may. Um, I'd, be, I'd be happy to. I, I, um, oh, golly. You know, when I'm asked that quickly, I'm not too sure what I should do. But um, one thing that I would like to do is, uh, is uh, a story about my dog. I don't know how much time you have, but let's, let's just try. Uh, this is, a, I have a girl dog, and her name is Fred. And it goes something like this. Every rancher's got to have a dog. Of this there is no doubt for blame or praise or just plain talk for chores and helping out. Well, I have a dog. Her name is Fred. My grandson chose the name. She doesn't seem to mind, I guess. Loves everyone the same. She's one part Shep, one part Lab, the rest of her unknown. One ear God placed a bit askew. It's okay. She won't be shown for when I ride to check the fence or throw a calf to brand. She knows her job from dawn to dusk. A loyal ranch in hand. Now, Fred's been with me from a pup. I've loved and cursed her long. Getting on in years, I know. 
But this is no sad song. It's about adventure through the years and how she reads my brain the times when I don't want her to. I'm embarrassed near to pain. She doesn't bite, yet she did once. I'd say a liquor bee. And then one day she, she proved me wrong. She took a hunk of me. For when you close that big barn door and never look around directly on your doggie's tail, she's apt to more than frown. In fact, she comes up really mad, just aching for a fight. I keep pulling at that door. It ain't closing tight. I hear her yelp. Shut up, I say. I still don't see the light. Her eyes are crossed. Her teeth are bare. She needs something to bite. She cannot run or get away. The closest she can see is standing there right next to her, afraid that it is me. She sinks her teeth for all she's worth. Emote I do and shrill. The door I let go straight away as Fred runs down the hill. The light bulb, duh, it flickers on as blood streams down my leg. I call to her to make her come. It's then I start to beg. It's later that she slinks on back. We both sit down to wail. I tell her just how bad I feel. Or I check her pinched, bruised tail. We talk to dark. I may have dozed, but thought I heard her mention that I'd better stay alert or she'd get my attention. Now that door, we close more carefully. I look before I shut, and she coordinates with me, her tail beneath her butt. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bertstrom, cowboy poet, for that wonderful tale of dog life on the ranch. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Fun doing.